Welcome to Ball Court. I am your host, Coach Drew, and this is the world of basketball. Stick with us. We got all three ball brothers in the NBA. We have Beard and Beard and Brody. They broke up as well as Beard went full Rodman right here on Ball Court. Hey, boys and girls, girls and boys, I'd like to thank you and welcome you to another episode of Ball Court, the world of basketball. I am your host, Coach Drew, and let's go ahead and dive right into it. I have to go ahead and say Father of the Year is now in contention. LeVar Ball has done the impossible. The one thing that he predicted, he has made come true. Yep, you heard right. He has all three ball boys in the <laughs> Funny enough, in the NBA, yes, there's ball boys in the NBA, you heard. Yep, you, I reported last time that LaMelo Ball has actually signed his deal to go ahead and be a Charlotte Hornet. Congratulations, LaMelo. But we all knew that coming with him being the, you know, third pick and all, so we knew that that was going to happen. And we knew Lonzo was still in the NBA, so who could it be? Yes, this story is about LiAngelo Ball. Congratulations, LiAngelo Ball. That means you are now currently in the NBA. But wait, he was actually, he said that he was with Detroit Pistons. But stop. There is a little bit slight thing about his contract. Yes, LiAngelo Ball did sign a one-year with no uh, guarantee contract to Detroit. But here's how it actually works. He signed at a, an Exhibit 10 contract. Now, what an Exhibit 10 contract would actually look like is that he has a chance of making a $5,000 to $50,000 bonus just by staying and playing with the team for a full year. Now, let's say he goes out there because he's going to be playing not just with Detroit, he would probably be playing with their um, affiliate in the G League. So if he goes out and plays with that affiliate in the G League, similar to how it was with OKC Blue, he's going to have to show up. Now, unlike that OKC Blue contract that LiAngelo had, if he does show out, then at the end of that contract, there is a possibility of things changing. But the way this is going to work is that if he shows out during training camp and does what he has to do, there is a possibility that by the end of training camp, he will have a two-way contract. Now, here's how a two-way contract would work. He would play for, you know, he would end up playing for the affiliate as well as the Detroit Pistons, a la Taco Fall. That's how the two-way contract would work. Now, here's the worst-case scenario. Let's say he do it doesn't work out for him. And he isn't the person that we all believe that he can be for the Detroit Pistons. Now, the way he's going to earn that $5,000 to $50,000 bonus is that if he stays with the affiliate instead of just dropping off and trying to find another team or going back to play overseas. And we saw how that worked out with Lithuania. He did okay, but still, Melo was a star. I would have to go ahead and say that this is going to be something really positive for him. I am on his bandwagon. So, yes, it's not exactly, exactly what we were looking for as far as having all ball brothers in the NBA. But, yes, he is in the NBA. And I am assured that after training camp, he's going to go ahead and put up some numbers that will leave him where he needs to be. And I got to go ahead and congratulate LeVar Ball for being correct. So does this mean that he can also beat Michael Jordan? Leave a message in the comments. Let me know what you think, okay? 
All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump on to the next thing. This is see now, this was something that really caught my eye. You know, Brody and the beard is breaking up. Yes, I, I was actually kind of so shocked about it, you know, because with all the things that they said were going to be great about this tandem and this relationship, it's amazing that they're just one and done. Let, let me just go ahead and break it down for you. Right now, you know, they things are not working too well right now with um, Russell Westbrook and the Houston Rockets due to the fact that Dow Mowry has gone off on his way. And, of course, you know, then, you know, D'Antoni is now in Jersey, it's pretty much that they don't have faith in Steven Silas. So they decided that between him and Harden said, that, hey, we got to get out of here. Russell Westbrook made himself very clear that, hey, I want to go ahead and get out of here. Now, here, was, here goes the difference between what was happening with Russell Westbrook and what's happening with James Harden. See, James Harden, Houston Rockets. No, James Harden is a healthy price to go ahead and ship off to somebody else and think that you're going to get something back in equal value. But Russell Westbrook is a little bit different. He is a point guard, explosive point guard at that, and he is arguably one of the better um, triple-double type players. You know, he could do it all by himself. Now, he also has a contract worth over $40 million. So who could you offset that on? He's disgruntled, he's not happy where he's at, and he wants a fresh start. So, of course, Washington, who also has a player of the same caliber, a great John Wall coming off an injury, just as explosive as Russell Westbrook, but a better three-point shooter, I must say. And he's going to go out there, and now he also has a $40 million contract that is hard to get rid of. So, both of them are disgruntled, makes it an even swap. So, this is not really... Per se, I could say that, okay, well, this trade was a phenomenal trade because it's sort of like a video game level trade where you're giving two top athletes getting traded off. But their contracts allowed that to happen due to the fact that you couldn't really unload that contract into anywhere else. There was a couple other suitors for Russell Westbrook, such as the Knicks and the Charlotte Hornets. But after the Charlotte Hornets picked up LaMelo Ball, you know, an explosive point guard who got a great upside due to the fact that he's just coming into the league, you know, as well as, you know, the Knicks. That was a dumpster fight that nobody really wanted to get into. They decided that, you know, the only person who had a credible value to give the same thing back as well is going to be Washington Wizards. So that trade happened and guaranteed, guess what happened? Russ is happy over here. I'm talking, he's saying all the right things about Brad Beal. Brad Beal saying all the right things about Russ. It's going to look like a storm. I saw them during press day. Um, and Russell Westbrook was smiling from ear to ear. It was like he was born once again. And guess what? He got rid of the number zero. He's back to his number four from high school. So is this a rejuvenated Russ with something to prove? Could be. With Bradley Beal by his side, I could definitely see that he's going to become that triple-double monster once again. Now, let's go ahead and take a look with that other side of the trade. Yes, with that other side of the trade, the Houston Rockets get John Wall coming off of injury as well as they get and earlier in the year they picked up uh, DeMarcus Cousins also coming off of injury. Yes, but James Harden is still there. 
And James Harden is not just still there. He's living his best Rodman life. He was supposed to report for uh, training camp uh, two, two days prior, but he actually was out in Vegas right here, you know, in the strip club, donating money, having a great time, living his best non-COVID life. But guess what? COVID is a real thing. And the NBA believes so as well. So he did actually report back to the Houston facility as of right now. We do hear that he is in report, but he is actually looking to get back with his old boo. And here's what I mean by that. There's two places that he's demanded to be traded to. Either Philadelphia, who has Dalmore, and that, you know, that really had faith in uh, James Harden and what James Harden could do. Or he want to go to the New Jersey Nets, where Mike D'Antoni is sitting on that uh, coaching staff as an assistant coach, who also believes in what James Harden can do. Here's the issue with that. Daryl Murray, he's kind of moved on. You know, he understands that the new boo situation, he, he, he know, but he's moved on. He said that he doesn't want to part with none of his, uh, his two top blue. His two top guys, you know, with Ben Simmons and uh, and Joel Embiid. As a matter of fact, they put shooters around Ben Simmons to allow Ben Simmons just to be Ben Simmons. So why would Dal Murray want to go ahead and trade and get away from that and change the dynamic of what was working for them? Now, let's take a look at the flip side. Of course, you know, James Harden would love to go ahead and play with Kevin Durant again, but I doubt that he's the type of person that's going to want to take back seat. And with Kyrie Irving, a pretty much a volatile player, in himself, you know, who he plays for and who he plays with, it could be a little bit of a hassle going down and going forward. But I doubt that uh, Houston's going to want to go ahead and trade and give a king's ransom to either team to go ahead and dump and offload James Harden and probably not getting anything back in return. So the way I see it, he's going to have to learn how to deal and play with, um, James, you know, John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. So pretty much... Even though him and uh, Russ was one and done, now he's going to get to play with two players that knows everything about being one and done. All right, let's go ahead and move on. I, I wanted to go ahead and talk about the Lakers. Yes, my Lakers, they're doing everything that they can to make sure that they secure another championship. And guess how they did it? The Supermax way. Now, the Lakers, I'm going to tell you right now, the great team as they are, they've actually made some steps to go ahead and re-sign. Yes, you heard me correct. Re-sign Anthony Davis. Now, you thought that after I reported about the whole Marcus Gasol thing, that the Lakers were not retooling, that they were not doing everything in their power to go ahead and be on the next level. Now, Trez, of course, you know, they signed Trez from the Clippers, as well as they signed Dennis Schroeder. Now, these two six-minute of the year and six-minute of the year run Runner-ups know that this way that they're going to retool and make sure everything is correct. So they announced recently that there's a new deal for LeBron James as well as Anthony Davis. Now, the deal for Anthony Davis is a five-year, $190 million Supermax contract. So that means, hands down, they're saying that we're building our future around another big man. Huh. The Lakers building their future around a big man. Where have I heard that before? Mm. It might work. Now, let's go ahead and take a look at the back end of that. There was a two-year, $85 million extension given to LeBron James. Yes, 
the king has earned a king's ransom directly from the Lakers. But look at how this two-year deal works out. The two-year deal actually makes him a free agent around the same time that Bronny's coming out of high school. And now, if everything does change to the, and we kill that one-and-done rule in the NBA, and the NBA PA turns around and do what they got to do to make sure that people coming out of high school can earn decent wage, just like you could do it every other profession. You could clearly see what side I'm on and do it any other profession. That might be the case where LeBron James and Bronny James is having a Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. situation. Yes, it would be the beautiful thing to see the kid doing his thing. So I definitely want to make sure that this happens. I want to see it myself and I would want to see it in the Lakers, you know, purple and gold. It would be a beautiful thing to see LeBron and LeBron James Jr. playing side by side with each other winning one more championship for the road. So I got to say that these contracts is making me utterly happy right now. I, I must say, because when you take a look at how this contract breaks down and where it works out, it actually is going to put the Lakers at the forefront for a couple of years. So we're possibly looking at another dynasty. Yes, could it be a LeBron and AD dynasty right here in LA? Possibly, possibly. Now, with, with everything that is going on, you have to say what is going to happen when we all break this down, we all put this at a, at a level of perspective of how the game is being played. Let me go ahead and break this down in today's breakdown of exactly what this all means of what I just said. Now, with the, with the NBA season, pretty much, you know, our preseason started shortly, as well as the NBA season started within 14 days. That means... Things have to take place quickly. People have to gel quickly. The, the Lakers coming off of a season, a shortened season and a shortened off season, they have to get right back and start meshing with the pieces that are there right now. Trez has been speaking that LeBron James is a leader on the floor and a leader in the locker room. So that means they got to mesh quickly. So with this contract, this is ensuring that during the time that they are going to be meshing, that there's nothing that's hanging over their head that's lingering that can take away from the team, a la Milwaukee Bucks. Because right now, Giannis has not signed that Supermax contract. Things are still looming over their head, even though they've made improvements with, you know, Drew Holiday, Jack Trey coming from the Pelicans. Now, when we take a look back at Houston, Houston is not taking this time to mesh due to the fact that right now, James Harden is still not fully happy. And a holdout in the NBA is different than a holdout in the NFL. Because if you're not under contract during that time of the holdout, you're not getting paid anyway. But in the NBA, he is still under contract. So his holdout, regardless of, he is actually getting paid. So he has to be a professional and show up anyway and do what he has to do. Now, of course, the Houston Rockets said that they're going to make things hard for Houston or make, or make things uh, pretty much uncomfortable for Harden if he doesn't play ball. But on the reverse side, how uncomfortable he's going to make things for the Houston Rockets. You have to think about it. You have two new people coming into the locker room, even though they are established all-stars in themselves, as well as they've already played together and have a good system together. You still have to look at the fact that now that you're adding in 
uh, James Harden's disgruntled nature at this point in time. Is he going to be a little bit more selfish with the ball? Is he going to be a little bit more given with the ball? Is he going to be able to play with Steven Silas's uh, style of play and within that style of play to make him actually happy? What's going to have to take place? Now, Steven Silas is playing that wait-and-see type of type role, and I kind of like it. I kind of like the way he's going about it. He's saying that once James Harden gets into training camp, after he passes the uh, protocol of taking the test and everything, and he actually gets into training camp, and he gets a feel of playing with John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins, and he see what he has. He see the tools that he have around him. He sees everything. He's going to definitely want to go ahead and resign, and everything is going to be happy or be water under the bridge going forward. But until he gets to see that he's probably going to still feel like he wants those greener pastures from an established coach instead of a first-year coach in Steven Silas. Hmm. That does make it look pretty good. Now, what does this mean for uh, – what does everything mean that I spoke about, at least for Detroit, as far as Liège Ball? Now, this is what it means for them. For, for Detroit – with Leandro Ball, it means that if he does end up playing as a two-way player and you do get that two-way contract later on in the season, we can see Leandro Ball actually making his way onto the floor as a regular NBA player. Hopefully, it will be against either Lonzo or Lamelo because I think that would be a great moment to have. Not taking anything away from the Anita Combos or the Holidays, who also have brothers, you know, three brothers playing in the NBA. I just feel that the Ball brothers have, we have actually watched LaMelo and all of them grow up. It would be a special thing for all of America, as well as California and the West Coast, especially Chino Hills, to see Leangelo on the floor. Now, that has been the world of that has been actually some home cooking right here on the world of basketball. My name is Coach Drew. I want you to stick with me for more ball court right here on the world of basketball. I used to feel like everywhere I'm the same. I didn't know that.
into the world of basketball. I am Coach Drew, and this is Ball Court. And on Ball Court, we like to have those tough discussions. Actually, recently, uh, LeBron James had actually made a mention to what Kyrie, Kyrie Irving has stated about um, and this is when he stated it on uh, Kevin Durant's podcast. He stated that uh, Kevin Durant is one of the more clutch players he's ever played with. Now, LeBron James alluded to this uh, conversation during the time that he was speaking to Richard Jefferson on their Road Tripping podcast. LeBron James stated that uh, he, it wasn't that he was, and he took the high road. I love the way he explained it. It wasn't that he was stating like, whoa, 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 I'm going to go back and forth. You know, here goes some stats. I'm more clutch than this guy. He said that he was actually hurt because everything that he did during the time that he was in Cleveland was trying to get uh, Kyrie to be that next level player, to be that MVP. Now, I, I, I tend to believe this because I see the same thing happening in LA with um, Anthony Davis. You just see that he's, he shows everybody, this is Anthony Davis' team. I'm just here to facilitate Anthony Davis. Now, I love that about LeBron. And he took the high road, so I definitely do respect him. I am not LeBron. I'm going to go ahead and point out statistics why I feel what Kyrie said was wrong. Let's go ahead and break this down. Let's time out. Now, Kyrie Irving played against the... Warriors in 2016, they were down 3-1, and him and LeBron came back and beat that Warriors. And that effort that was played on there, it was a clutch block by LeBron that Andre Iguodala still wake up at night thinking about, sweating and dreaming about it, looking like Pookie from New Jack City when he had to little crack pipe in front of him and he was crying like, he got a hold of me. He got a hold of me. All of that. That's that's how Andre Iguodala feel about that block. That was clutch, by the way. To even try it in a game on a dunk, in a game where everything means everything, where it could possibly be a three-point play, but you stop it and turn that around. But let's go back to that same year. How did the Warriors get to that finals? I remember they came back from a 3-1 deficit themselves from an OKC team that was led by Kevin Durant. How could one in the same year, we're taking a screenshot from the same year, how could you say that one who right after that year decided, you know what? I will go be with the team that came back 3-1 on me. I'm not going to run it back on them. I will go be with that team to try and defeat the one who won it all. See, it's kind of weird to me when I think about this. When we define the word clutch player. Now, the clutch player, here's what I see as a clutch player. It's the player who's able to make the determined and right call at the right time, whether it's a turnaround fadeaway jump shot from three-point range, whether it's shooting from the logo, whether it's making the pass to Steve Kerr and telling him to be ready. 
That's the definition of clutch. And don't get me wrong. Kevin Durant has hit those shots time in and time out. But the consistency of clutch to make the right decision at the right time every single time is my definition of that player. Now, Danny Green, who's now in Philadelphia, I must say he missed a shot that everybody said LeBron shouldn't have passed it to Danny Green. He should have taken that shot. Now, if LeBron taken that shot and missed that shot, they would have said LeBron is selfish. Why take it up on three people? Because LeBron understands the definition that clutch means doing the right thing at the right time. Now, as a coach myself, if I look back at that play over and over again, a hundred times over and over again, and these were my kids in that situation, I would tell them you should have made that pass. That was a 100% correct pass to make with three people bearing down on you to a wide open shooter and a known shooter at that, you know? That was the correct pass to make, especially since that same shooter in past games or in past years has taken my team out of the playoffs. Remember, Danny Green was the same one who hit that clutch shot that knocked, that when he was in San Antonio, that knocked out the heat. So why wouldn't I give it to him? That's clutch. And so much is put on LeBron James. It is so hard for me to see that any player in the league was as clutch at making decisions, as clutch at reading defenses, as clutch at reading the emotions of the floor than LeBron James. So I beg to differ when I say that uh, maybe Kyrie's uh, feeling about what LeBron was doing at this time was based from a place of truthfulness. I feel like it was more based off of a place of salt. You know, he just wanted to add some salt to, to the great meal that the Lakers were serving up during the playoffs. But let's go ahead and jump into the world of basketball. And I want to go ahead and talk about Basketball Africa League. Yes, everybody has been waiting on pins and needles to see the debut of the Basketball Africa League. And as we all know that due to COVID, it was postponed back in March. Now, sorry enough, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you this. It has been postponed once again with, of course, another outbreak of this pan pandemic. Um, as we sit as we sit tight to find out what kind of bubble situation will be taking place as they look on to uh, the FIBA Asia World Cup and saw how their qualifiers and how their bubble work, we go ahead and look to hope that there is a uh, future date. But at this moment in time, they have not actually made any statements to the new date of the Basketball Africa League. Now, just in case you are not familiar with the Basketball Africa League and what the Basketball Africa League is, it is a um, it, it's a collaboration league actually between the NBA and FIBA to go ahead and highlight some of the talent that is on the African continent. Now, of course, we all know about um, 
we all know about the Luau Dangs and the Anita Combos who has um who has heritage coming out of uh, Nigeria, as well as we all know about the um Joel and Bs that play in the league. But for every one of those, there are many, many more. So they want to go ahead and highlight that and possibly make that the future of you know overseas. I, I that would be pretty amazing. Definitely. I, I could definitely see that and see that being one of the big things. So hopefully when it does come down the line, we are there to see it. Now, before I let y'all go, I want to go ahead and talk about one person and one person only for my college hoops hit of the week. Yes, my college hoops hit of the week is going to be Haley Jones. Haley Jones plays against my UNLV Rebels that I firmly and wholeheartedly support. But the Lady Rebels took a loss to the number two Stanford team, 101 to 54. But Haley Jones personally went ahead and put on a show. She shot 12 of 17, putting in 25 points, had seven assists and two steals. She was out there literally carrying that team. So let's go ahead and look at this. 25 points, seven assists. That means by herself, she actually contributed to almost as much points as the entire UNLV team. Now, this is definitely somebody to go ahead and look at. This is possibly going to be our future WNBA draft pick. So I will definitely go ahead and keep our eye on Haley Jones. You keep on doing your thing. And we definitely, definitely, definitely are going to be watching you. I must say. Now, here goes a quick word from your coach. All right. I want to go ahead and talk about practice, how you play. A lot of young athletes out there nowadays have feel that the hours that they put into the gym is the only thing that determines exactly uh, their level of play. But it's not the hours. It's actually your commitment to those hours and what you do within that commitment. When you get into that gym, you can't just be shooting. You have to shoot game-like shots. You have to run game-like speed. In order to go ahead and be considered to be the next level, you have to train the same way you play with that same level of intensity. Now, we can say what we want about a lot of our professional athletes. And we say that, oh, yeah, they're prima donnas on the court because they will flop and do this and this and this. But their level of training and their commitment to the game is unmatched. James Harden, yes, of course, we all know that James Harden was actually in that strip club. And we make joke of it and we make light of it. But hands down, he works. His commitment to the game is unbelievable. Every other time that he's been in Vegas, he's been actually south of Vegas in a training facility working. It's not like this is something that is common to James Harden. Neither LeBron James. LeBron James spends over a million dollars a year on his body, not to mention he constantly works. So when I tell you that they had a shortened offseason, rest assured that he did not stop training. He did not stop working on his craft. In order to be at the next level, you must work on your craft. And even to the even to our young college players, like young Haley Jones, that's out there putting up numbers that she did, she don't put up those numbers without the level of work needed to happen. It means that every single day, day in and day out, you're not just competing against the next player. You're competing against your former self. Are you better than who you were yesterday? Are you better than what you could be? That's what you're pushing for. That's your goal. So when you practice, remember that in mind. Remember the competition starts the day or the second you enter the court. The second you take up the ball, your competition is on. 
they're watching, they're working, are you? And that was a word from our coach. I want to go ahead and thank everybody who made this possible, CWN Sports, for having me on. I really do appreciate that every single week. So go to CWNSports.com. You can always check out the latest episodes. Also, if you are not at Radio.com and you are not subscribed to Ballpark, what are you doing? This is where you're going to get those messages. It will come out, dropping new episodes each and every time. And the best part about it, if you really like an episode and you're on the road and you don't know if your signal is going to make it all the way, you can download the episodes and listen while you go. I'm going to tell you, this is a great thing. Ball court is all over there. Not to mention, you have Let's Kick It and the Blitz magazine as well. You want to stay up to date on everything that's happening. Now, Let's Kick It, that's hosted by yours truly, Coach Drew. But the Blitz is hosted by Malik. And Malik Span does some amazing things with the Blitz. So you definitely got to go ahead and check him out and follow. Wake up every morning with the Steve. With this, <laughs> I want to wake up every morning with the Sean Harvey Morning Show. I mean, those girls, Bobby Colonna, as well as Zeddy J. They keep it going. They keep the laughs going as well as the smiles. They'll give you the news in their own particular way. And this is somebody that you're definitely going to want to follow. So I want to go ahead and thank each and every person for listening. And of course, I got a quick word from our sponsor. These are our guys at CashToChecking.com. Cash to Checking is one of the nation's leading finance companies, providing up to $400,000 in unsecured funding for business or personal use. We have relationships with over 250 lenders nationwide. Through the use of our proprietary software, we are able to secure over 80% more funding for our clients. We help clients obtain funding for real estate investment, business startups, down payment assistance, working capital, medical. When you're tired of living their dreams and you're ready to start living your own, call up cashandcheckin.com. This way they can fortify your future. And guess what? Go ahead and subscribe because we're going to be right here. Thank you for joining us at Ball Court. And I am Coach Ruth. This is the world of basketball. And when you hear that thing, you know we did our thing. I'll see you next time. This is a CWN Sports Network presentation.